Welcome to the 21C Ministry Podcast, where we're all about encouraging, equipping, and empowering Christian pastors and leaders. In this series, we're going to focus on biblical leadership and ministry conversations that help us all deal with the unique challenges of the 21st century. In every podcast, we'll do our very best to be authentic, straightforward, and practical. We're glad to have you with us today. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Steve. I am a pastor, a consultant, an author, a husband, and a father, and I am just loving doing this podcast, uh, particularly liking it because with me again today is Jared. Jared is a worship leader. He is a student getting ready to be a full-time vocational pastor, and he's my son, which adds to the the uh, just interest level for me in the conversation. You know it. So today what I'm thinking, uh, I wanted to talk a bit about vision as it relates to leadership. Uh, vision is in cool. the, the, the vision of the leader for where the organization is going. Um, so it seemed like about 20 years ago, maybe it was a little longer, maybe a little less, I don't know, about 20 years ago, everybody, churches and ministry organizations, everybody had to have a vision statement. It was mm-hmm. just the thing to do. You had some poster someplace with a pithy little statement that nobody ever paid attention to, <laughs> uh, but it was the thing to do and everybody did it. And all the leadership gurus were talking about how important it was to have a vision statement. And then there was just kind of a backlash a few years ago where particularly pastors tended to say, well, no, 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 you don't need a vision statement. That's just all corporate bureaucracy. Mm. We don't need a vision statement. We just have to be faithful to do whatever God puts in front of us next. Mm. Now it seems there are lots of churches who faithfully have a vision statement, lots of churches who intentionally don't have a vision statement, and just a very few who have any intentional pursuit of a vision. So Hmm. uh, my thinking really is a vision is a biblical concept. The idea that we don't need a vision, we just need to faithfully do whatever God puts next, that's that's very well intentioned. I think Mm -hmm. it's misguided, particularly Hmm. when we're talking about the notion of leadership. Leadership is all about going somewhere. Yeah. If you're not going anywhere, you're not leading anything. You're all just hanging <laughs> right. around. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and this whole concept, I think, is particularly true uh, as we go through this massive cultural shift we've talked about before. Without some kind of clearly articulated vision, without knowing where you're going as a leader, you're going to get stuck doing things that don't matter anymore, and you're going to get stuck answering questions that nobody's asking. Right. So again, back to the key thing for me, the vision is what tells the leader where you're going. Mm. And if you can't articulate as a leader what your vision is, then you can't explain to people where you're going, which then leads to all kinds of weird concepts. Mm, So the definition I work off of is this. A vision is a clear, compelling picture of what the organization can and must be. Mm. Say that again one more time. A vision is a clear, compelling picture of what the organization can and must be. 
Uh, and by organization, that can be what that can be any organization. It can be your personal mm-hmm. organization. It can be your church. It can be your business, whatever it is. The vision is the clear, compelling picture of what the organization can and must be. Mm. As I mentioned before, the, the leadership is about going someplace. Uh, and the vision is what shows you where you're going. Thus, the word vision is apropos. It's what do I see? It's 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 a picture. It's got to be clear. If you mm-hmm. don't have a clear sense of direction, you're going to wander vaguely. Now, this is particularly true for me. I am directionally challenged in real life. <laughs> yes. Uh, so if I don't have a really, really clear map in front of me or a very clear GPS telling me where to go, I get lost really mm-hmm. quickly and really easily. It's true organizationally, yep. too. If you don't have a clear picture of where you're headed, you're just going to wander vaguely around and you might as well not have any picture. Right. So it's got to be clear. It's got to be compelling. And when I think of compelling, I'm thinking of the way the vision is expressed, the way it's articulated. It has to be something that makes people go, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Not only can I see it in my mind's eye, this is just really, but it's it's cool. It's something that is big and it's it excites you. You want to be something you want to be a part of something like that. It's compelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so vision, it's clear, it's compelling. It's a picture. Again, that's just kind of a you, you, you kind of need to be able to paint that picture of what the future is supposed to look like. Mm. Uh, and I say supposed to the 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 vision is something that describes what the organization can be. And must be. It can be, as in, this is not something that's completely unrealistic. Uh, if I've planted a church in a town with 28 people, a vision of the organization being a church of 50 million people is probably <laughs> unrealistic. That's not. <laughs> yeah. That's not. Con- that's not real. The vision has to be. While it's big, it's audacious, it's exciting, compelling. It's mm-hmm. also got to be somewhere within the realm of reality. So it's something that mm-hmm. the organization or the church can be. And it's a picture of what the church must be. And here's the thing with leadership. If your vision is something that eh, might happen, not a big deal either way, then that's not really, I think, the vision that God's leading you towards. Mm-hmm. This is something as the leader that must happen in your organization. And it's yeah. typically, it might include stuff like, quantitative growth. I need to be a church of 10,000. More Mm. likely, it's a qualitative statement. It's the church must be this kind of a church or my organization must be this kind of organization. Uh, And and it has to be. It's what drives you as Mm. the leader or me as Mm. the leader. The vision is a clear, compelling picture of what the organization can and must be. Make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And I even think about the church that I'm at recently we're hearing from our senior pastor and and he's talked a lot about like how the church started because he's our founding pastor. He founded the church, I want to say 26 years ago. And it all started with one really specific vision that he had then that he still tells us over and over again. And it is still like so crucial to everything we do. It's the reason why there's like a school of worship, why there's a school of ministry, why we have a prayer room in this in the city center it's you know everything is built 
on this vision. Um, and it's, com- it's clear, it's compelling. It's, it's something that was doable for them to do. It was really qualitative and it was a really strong, like, you know, this is what God's leading us to do. This is what we have to. And now like I get passionate talking about it and I haven't even mentioned what the vision is. That's like how well this vision was cast. So yep. I, that makes total sense to me. Yeah. Well, and, and, and it's fun because, you know, li- listening to you talk about it and the, the excitement that's what happens when, as a leader, you cast a clear, compelling vision of what the church can and must be. It gets mm. people excited. It You can yeah. see it. You can feel it. You know it's got to happen. And then, uh, and we'll get into this part later, what that tends to do is exactly what you described. Because everybody's going towards that clear, compelling picture, that that preferred future, some people like to call it, because you know what's supposed mm. to be happening, all kinds of stuff in the org- organization focus their energies, they focus their resources, they all line up behind that vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and that just then forms kind of this synergistic thing between all the programs where everybody's moving in the same direction, all from their different perspectives. And it just, it gets increasingly exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, I mentioned one of the things that that tends to hit particularly church circles uh, and some Christian businesses and other organizations is the idea that, well, this is coming out of the business world. This is a, this is a secular concept that, that the church should reject because it's not filled with faith. Uh, and I, I want to push back against that concept for people. The notion of a leader casting a clear, compelling vision is biblical. I mean, all the way from Genesis to Revelation, there are examples of leaders and these clear, compelling visions that drive the organization, the people group, whoever it is that that is being led. And, and when I'm talking vision, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about not necessarily, although I suppose theoretically it could include some kind of prophetic vision, a, a picture that God provides. More, I'm thinking the hard work of the leader or the leaders praying, thinking, writing, working, talking until a sense of where God is calling comes out of that prayer and conversation. Normally, it doesn't just spring full-blown one morning when I wake up and have a cup of coffee, and all of a sudden there is a fully-orbed vision statement. However it comes about, the concept is biblical. All the way back in Genesis, think about the promised land. Abraham talks about the land that was promised to the people. Now, he doesn't describe it a lot, but he paints enough of a picture so that as he's talking about it, we still talk now about the promised land. And when we talk about it, we use a capital P and a capital L. It's the promised land Mm -hmm. because that was a clear, compelling picture of what the nation of Israel could be and had to be. Moses picked up the concept and, and he took it further. It's a land flowing with milk and honey. That has got to be the best vision statement ever. We still know yeah. what the land flowing with milk and honey is. And mm-hmm. what did Moses cast that 5,000 years ago, something like yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, and we can still kind of picture this this cool land that God's going to take the people to because they've got to be in the promised land. And it's mm-hmm. it's a land with agriculture and cattle and 
an abundance of sweet things and nutritious things, and it's a beautiful place to live. It's a land flowing with milk and honey. That's a vision statement. Yeah. And then all you, I mean, we could talk about the biblical stuff all the, for another 20 minutes, but jump all the way then back to the book of Revelation, and you get this, this picture of the new heaven and the new earth and the new Jerusalem. And we're not sure from the scriptural description exactly what all the details are, <laughs> but most people who've read those passages, most people who are thinking about what eternity is like, have this sort of cool, how awesome is that going to be? It's going to be new, a new heaven, a yeah. new earth. It's it just, we get this picture in our heads of what has to happen. So the idea of a vision and a vision statement, a short, articulated, clear, pithy statement of what the future can and must be, those are biblical concepts. So I move on from there just in my own mental thinking, kind of set up the fact that as a leader, I've got to be going someplace. If I'm not going anyplace, I'm not leading. A vision statement of some kind is what shows me where I'm headed. When it's a clear, compelling vision statement, that allows me to lead well because then other people can see it and can get excited about it. And now as an organization, we're all moving towards that. Mm -hmm. There's some specific benefits to vision I wanted to mention. Five very clear, I think, benefits of vision. First one is unity. When you have as a leader cast a clear, compelling picture of what the organization can and must be, it allows the organization to get behind the vision. It's what you were talking about a minute ago with the church you attend. Mm -hmm. Because there's a clear, compelling vision, the entire church, the programs, the people, the leaders, the staff, the volunteers, everybody is unified behind this vision. And probably you're not the only one who starts to get excited when you think about it. Definitely. Yeah. So unity is the first huge benefit. Without it, eh, you can be unified around things, but you're less unified around a specific direction because you just don't know mm. where you're going. Yeah. Second benefit of vision, focus. Related to unity, but but a little bit more logistic, if you will, there are so many things any organization could be doing. There are a lot of good things an organization could be doing. Mm -hmm. To have a clear, compelling picture of the future allows you to focus your resources, your money, your energy, your programs, uh, your building, whatever resources you're talking about with a clear, compelling vision. You can focus all your resources towards the accomplishment of the vision. Mm -hmm. So you get unity, you get focus, you get ownership is the third one. When people get this, just when they're compelled by what can and must be, when you get excited, that's because you're starting to own it. You mm -hmm. want to be a part of it. You want to make it happen. That's what happens in organizations. It's not just you as a leader. That's what happens in people when there's a clear, compelling vision. People start to internalize it. They start to own it. Everybody wants to be a part of making it happen. And then uh, a, a tougher one, perseverance. Mm. Just like there's lots of good things that you could do and you want to focus on what are the best things, there's a lot of stuff that can sidetrack you. There's all kinds of, of from minor inconveniences to major catastrophes that can hit your organization or your staff or whatever. It is really easy to get sidetracked by the hard stuff. 
COVID, the season that we're talking mm-hmm. in, uh, is just what a distraction. For those organizations that don't know where they're going, having something like COVID thrown at them dilutes energy and decreases morale and you don't know what to do with your time or your money or your programs. If you have a clear, compelling picture of what the organization can and must be, you can persevere through the difficult times as well as through the Mm -hmm. good times. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, I, for me, one of the biggies is uh, a really great vision provides challenge for the people that are part of the organization. I mean, let's mm. face it. Who wants to be a part of an organization that's just hanging out? Yeah. Really, there's lots of places, including your living room couch in front of Netflix, that you can simply hang out. Right. If we're really going to be the kind of church or the kind of organization that God's calling us to be, the vision needs to have challenge to it. It needs to be something that's bigger and beyond myself. It needs to be something that's yeah. worthy of the time and energy that I want to put into it. Because mm-hmm. we only have so much time and energy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. How many and, – and if I'm going to be a part of an organization, I want to be a part of an organization that is worth my time and energy or my pocketbook or whatever. Do they call them pocketbooks anymore? Am I representing the previous culture? I have no clue what a pocketbook right. is. Right. A pocketbook is an old, old term for wallet. Okay. Yeah. See, we've been talking about the shift in culture. I'm still using – old culture words. That's why we're having this conversation together. That's true. That is true because (laughs) you can bring in some new culture reminders that even when I talk about new culture stuff, I use the wrong words. I understood the Netflix reference though. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, See, I'm (laughs) I'm getting there. From my perspective, a vision is a biblical concept. It is Mm -hmm. a critical factor in leadership. Mm -hmm. All good leaders must have a clear, compelling picture of the way the organization can and must be. Now, that doesn't mean we're not going to make a mistake or paint the wrong picture or get a color in the picture wrong or something. We're not. We're yep. really not talking here about uh, the the prophetic visions uh, that Scripture sometimes talk about. We're, we're talking about a clear, compelling picture of what the organization can and must be. Mm-hmm. If you don't have one of those as a leader, you need to go figure it out. Talk with people, study, pray, read, jot some notes down. It's not likely to come in an afternoon. It's probably not going to come in a day or two. Probably it will take concerted effort and lots of tweaking and editing over the course of of weeks to come up with Mm -hmm. what you sit down with and go, now that is what the future can and must be. Uh, And so not only does it, you know, is it a biblical concept that shows you where you're going, but it's got all those benefits we just talked about. Yeah, yeah. The vision is the leader's responsibility. Mm. Mm -hmm. Again, it's part and parcel of being a leader. If I'm leading, I'm going someplace. But but the the responsibility to craft and communicate a vision, some kind of statement that is understandable and compelling and all of the stuff we talked about, that is the responsibility of the leader. Now, you don't have to do it by yourself as the leader. Some do. Sometimes you get a leader who's just got this clear, compelling picture of what the future can and must be. And they sit down in their office and they craft it and they take it out and show it to the board and everybody goes, ooh, ah. (laughs) Uh, More often, 
what'll happen is the leader will start the conversation with a sense of what this vision needs to be, because that's the role of a leader is to lead. The Mm -hmm. really good leaders allow others to speak into that, how it's articulated, what's compelling, uh, all of those kinds of things. And each situation is going to be a little different. In one in one church or organization, the leader is going to do the vast majority of the crafting of this statement. In another organization that may be more relational or more inclusive or more collegial in some way, maybe multiple people sit down and work on this vision statement over the course of time. But ultimately, it is the leader's responsibility to ensure that there is a clear, compelling picture that is stated, that's written, that people can look at. Uh, And it paints the picture of what we believe God calls this organization to be and to do. Uh, And so, like I said, leadership is about going someplace. If you are not going anywhere, you are not leading. Uh, And if you are going someplace, you need to know where you're going. That's where the vision comes in. I almost feel convicted because as I as I look at the benefits of, of vision, I feel like when there's a lack of strong vision, then those benefits turn into like the antonym of all of those, especially when yeah. you face trials and, and tribulation. Because mm. I think of like the ministry that I led when I was uh, head of a, of a worship ministry when COVID hit, there was a lack of unity within the ministry. Like everybody got distracted by other things. Nobody really like wanted to come in and spend extra time. There was no ownership of the ministry. There was zero perseverance. Everybody just gave up. Mm -hmm. And then there was no more challenge. It was like, okay, I guess we're done now because I had cast the vision in such a way that it seemed like when COVID came about, then like we were done. Right. And obviously we could talk about COVID all day, but I almost also feel like the lack of a, of a really well communicated and a really clear and compelling vision. An, another trial that could really attack that would be the shift in culture that we've been talking about for Absolutely. four or five weeks now. You know, if a church goes into the 21st century without a really strong vision, then they're all going to have different ideas about what should happen next. Yeah, ab- yeah absolutely. Well, there's a, there's a passage, it's, it's a little bit of a awkward application, but there's a, there's a passage mm-hmm. in, in scripture that says without vision, people perish. You know, it's, it's mm. talking about something a little Ooh. bit different, but the concept is, is here. And it's exactly what you just talked about where there isn't vision, where there isn't clarity of direction, you're not going to get unity. People are going to wander all over the place because nobody's going anywhere in particular. Mm. Uh, and thus the people perish, so to speak. The, yeah. You know, there's, as you said, no focus. And and the shift in culture is huge for this. That, that was just a, a, a great uh, application of the whole concept. What I see working with churches right now is the churches that have the, the truly clear, compelling pictures are the mm-hmm. ones that, a little bit like the response to COVID, they're the ones that drive through the culture shift because they know what they know what they're supposed to be about. They know what yes. direction. Uh, so using the example of you know outreach, for example, if the vision is has something to do with sharing Christ, well, a church that has not clearly articulated that isn't going to be able to make the cultural shift to do things new and to speak in a new language, as it were. They're going to be stuck doing things in a way that used to work really well. 
Mm -hmm. but they didn't have the vision that allowed them to move forward with it. And so they get stuck. I think I said earlier, answering questions that nobody's asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that's a huge one right now with some older churches that don't have clarity of vision. Uh, they're they're they've got some phenomenal programs that used to work. Yep, and they have written materials and classes and and FAQs and there's all kinds of stuff out there answering questions that nobody's asking anymore. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. making strong statements about biblical positions that nobody's interested in talking about doesn't mm. mean the statements are wrong or the biblical positions are wrong. It's just mm-hmm. not what anybody's talking about. So right. the, the a clear, compelling picture of what the organization can and must be will get you through coronavirus pandemic. It will get you through the culture shift, all of the above. Because mm-hmm. you know where you're going. And then you can, yep. then what shifts underneath is the way you get there. Uh, great, great illustration. Whichever culture you're from, leadership is about going somewhere and you gotta have a vision. Come on. Mm. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 21C Ministry Podcast. If you found it helpful, please like, subscribe, leave a review, and invite others to join us because we always grow and learn better together. And don't forget to follow Steve White, 21C, on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all of Pastor Steve's latest content. We'll see you next time, encouraging, equipping, and empowering Christian leaders in the 21st century. 